Hey everyone, it is July 7th, 2019, and welcome to another Brooklyn Baritone Podcast. Today, I'm definitely going to get into it. I'm going to get into some things here that may touch a few nerves. I'm going to talk about so many things that so many people may pass off and as far as uh, acceptance goes with how we move forward. Now, basically, I'm always talking about how to advance ourselves, always looking for people individually, collectively, communally to get better. I'm all for that all the time. And I'm all for anything that'll either increase your value, increase your worth in yourself and other people, and anything that will also eradicate things that'll chop people down, anything that'll have a negative effect or even a destructive effect on anyone and anyone's mind, anyone's uh, spiritual being, physical state of being, everything, financially everything. And I'm always learning things myself as well. And I am always sharing my own experiences. So uh, many things of, of, of success or things that I've uh, attained, any things that I've uh, failed at, things that I may have struggled with, still struggling with, trying to come up with, I share that. I share all those things with people. So it's, again, not any of those people who would uh, tell you how to do things, but they don't really know what they're talking about or have any kind of at least uh, sympathy to go forward and help people out or at least empathy to at least know they have gone through a similar or the same experience. And I always talk about going forward and being positive, but we also have to understand that going forward and being positive requires a plan. A plan is basically, you know, a set of standards that you're going to have to follow through with. It's basically uh, the set laws to succeed because in order for you to succeed at anything you have to abide by a set of rules there's rules to this laws that are there for anyone and everyone to succeed in a proper manner you you want to you know the the regular entrepreneur would want to start a company you have an idea of a product or service that you know that you can provide very good and you try to be the best at it at least you try to aspire to be the best. It's not going to fall in your lap. You're not going to be laying in bed one day and looking up at the ceiling and then a plan is going to drop in your lap or you're not going to get a mysterious phone call uh, out of the blue. It, it's, it requires work. It requires planning. It requires a goal. So you understand what I'm saying? Success is a plan. You have something that you want to do, you go forth and you do it. Now, the same thing with failure. You can plan to fail because you don't have a plan. Because you you pretty much set it in motion that you don't want to plan things. It's going to happen. When you want to work out, when you want to lose weight, when you want to build a muscle, when you want to at least, you know, be healthier, you have to make a plan to change your diet. You're going to have to get active with something. If you want to bulk up and get more muscular, then you have to deal with weights or something, some form of resistance to build up those muscle tissues. 
you want to lose weight, you're going to have to lose, uh, drop some things from your diet. You're going to have to start running more, walking around more, doing a more uh, aerobic activity or anything, any kind of exercise. It means you have to plan to do it. It's just not going to happen. You're not going to think about it, and then you go to sleep and wake up, and it appears. That's not how it works. And the thing is, I'm talking about that because there's rules to these things, what we call life, all the factors in, in, in life. We have to understand that there are standards that we have to follow. The same way how we understand that there are rules and standards to achieve things. If you want to build a building, we have to have plans. We're going to have to understand that we need to make up a blueprint, have to get an architect or at least plan it out properly, know what materials we're going to use, have an idea how much it's going to cost, what we want to build so we have a proper route the straightest line possible to achieve what we want without wasting too much time or whatever. Fine. I think I've beaten that thing down. But there's there's uh, many things that we overlook today. Uh, it's been ongoing, you know, in our current state of affairs right now. It's um, something that's ongoing. It's been ongoing before I was born, for many people as watching have been born. And the thing is, is that um, the thing is, is that there are a lot of uh, people that fall short of what they want to do because of many things that possibly have happened to them. Now, before I go into that, what I'm going to do is talk about the greatest things that many people do. One thing that people can do is overcome adversity. One thing that people can do is regardless of many things that have happened to them, they can still have the incentive, have the gas inside of them to move forward and still accomplish many great things. Now, be that as it may, there are a lot of people who have gone through a lot of hardships and those hardships sculpted them. Those hardships have made people what they are. And we, you could always uh, have an argument that, you know, if certain people didn't go through certain adversities, then they would never have achieved greatness. That can be true. That is, that is an argument of ages. But at the same time, how much people probably could have gone so much further if they had not gone through so many detrimental things? Some people maybe need to go through certain hardships to ignite something in them. But at the same time, many people don't. We, we can't just look at all the overcome all odds success stories as the template because that means we accept a lot of the negative things that are done to us. We, that means we will accept all of the trauma that's imposed on us. That means it'll, we will accept all the abuse that is imposed on us as the thing to do. No, we should never look at that. And I, I know a lot of people who have been successful, who's gone through many things, different levels, different factors. They appreciate it because they were able to have a strong enough mind to learn from it and go forward from it to get as far away from that as possible to Make sure they don't go through that again or make sure other people don't go through whatever they went through again. But many people would not wish that on people, even though they knew 
That's what made them who they are. There are many people who are not that strong. We have a lot of things that we practice today that devalues us. A lot of things that we practice that we think is, you know, okay or the norm that takes away from the impact that people could have made. It takes away from the impact that other people could have made in certain people's lives. Many more people that you think of are actually destroyed or actually derailed or are actually withdrawn now. So now, because of certain things that happened, allowed them to not take advantage of their full potential to be the best person they could be. Now, this is a big, big, big area to cover. And I enjoy people. I mean, I like crowds and busy areas as much. I live in New York. Go figure. But I don't like things when it gets too crazy, too crowded. But talking to people, I'm, I'm doing this. I'm not doing this for me. It's part of me, what I do. But I know I always like to talk to people. And I always usually try to have an ear to have a, a fair mindset. To have a good assessment where I hear people talk and I take in what they say. I learn from other people. And people do learn from me. I try to be patient and I try to always ingest it and digest it and then apply it for the things that can be applicable for me wanting to be a better person. And I know there's a lot of people who, who need that. Everyone needs that. So one of the things that I know that impacts us, I'm going to cover different things, but I'm going to go to some things that really, really impact us. And it's not really for the better. Now, we have to have standards to understand how we need to grow properly. There's some things that take away that foundation that we need. One of the biggest things, especially in this culture, I have some statistics, of course. Um, a lot of negative sexual engagements. These things shape us. We're influenced by things all the time. Now, as I was saying before, I'm quicker to condemn acts. People know. I'll get upset when I see people moving a certain way that is not conducive to an optimal life or mindset that betters everyone. Because a lot of things that we do, because some people do these things to us, are some things we impose on ourselves, a lot of things that we allow to happen. This is why things are the way they are now. When I say that, we are in a culture, Western civilization, America, we have everything. Yes, there's a whole lot of crap that's going on. But when you compare us to a lot of the rest of the world, that even um, other countries that are very developed, we're consumerists. We basically get everything that we want. We want certain laws changed or whatever. People petition and they get laws changed. People want products. We get all types of products. We want all types of events. We get events. We are spoiled. And this is part of the problem for standards. You have to have a certain restraint and limit. Many people may not want to hear that, but it's true. 
Because we know what happens when we give a baby or a child everything it wants. What happens to that child? The child becomes what we call spoiled. Basically, the child loses value in value and respect in things, in the processes of, of getting things that they ask for, not understanding that they may not be ready for it, not understanding that what they're asking for isn't even for them. Most people try not to spoil kids or when we see a spoiled kid, we react very negatively. See a child acting up in the street, child spoiled. Even probably the parent that spoils the child when a child acts up, they don't like it. They're probably weak in the mind because they always give in to the child. Why is it that when we show children a certain way or we look to not have children adapt to certain behavior because we know how it will ruin them, why is it that we accept certain things when we're adults? Because it's actually more dangerous when you're an adult. Because the thing is about that is, as an adult, when you're grown, have more experiences, you have more influence now. You have more impact to people and things around you. That's what makes it more dangerous when we have a mindset, a culture of peoples that are just used to getting what they want, used to acting how they want, used to talking how they want. Now, you understand what I'm saying about having standards because you can't, we can succeed, succeed, get money, build a better life, build a better body. But most people who actually do it to be more whole of a person they understand that you have to have limitations. You have to have discipline to attain certain things. Everyone's not perfect because I'm not perfect because I'm definitely going to get into some things that I know I have done that affects other people around me. It has affected me. Stunted my growth. Stunted the growth of anyone else around me as well. So I know it's things that are not the best for us, even though we have the strength to overcome. That's the beautiful thing about us. We're made in a certain way. We are created in a certain way to be strong, to overcome things. But my purpose for this podcast is why even put ourselves through that if it's going to stand a chance of hindering our growth, if it's going to stand a chance of destroying someone. Now, again, I got statistics of some serious things that people don't may not want to hear about. But it's what it is. I'm going to go into a lot of things that affect people. Um, sexual abuse. A lot of people are affected negatively by it. A lot of people have gone through a lot of trauma because of that. And it happens a lot more than we realize. Because I've talked with many people, male and female alike, where it's happened. And it's done by someone usually close to them. Some lower statistics, supposedly lower statistics, are done by strangers. But the fact of the matter is that someone lacked restraint and respect for themselves and someone else to do something like this. Because the whole thing with sex, sexual intercourse, it's a very, very intimate act. It is an intimate act where... The main purposes is reproduction, and it's basically a covenant between two people, male and female. Because the whole purpose is you reproduce, 
with a proper mindset and respect of that person. You're sharing yourself with that person. You're opening yourself to that person in a, in a way, the means it's not meant for any person to share with. This is why so much people have issues because you have these memories and these ties to people when we are promiscuous to have multiple partners. It is what it is in this world today. It's what it is. It's where our standards are collectively. It's where people's mindsets are. You know, we do it. It happens. That doesn't mean it's right. Because we accept it or normalize it doesn't mean that it's right. Doesn't mean that it makes you a terrible person. But there are some things that we don't need to do. But we don't need to promote. So now when I just covered how important sex is supposed to be. It shouldn't be taboo, but it shouldn't be something that we do or practice when we're clearly not ready for it. Because um, what happens now when people experience it, especially in a mindset where they're not ready for it, for that responsibility, it feels good for a reason. And then people become sidetracked and derailed and even addicted to that feeling. And it's not just a physical feeling that you get or the euphoric feeling when, you know, you get the feeling of uh, uh, interacting with someone or even when you orgasm. Some people, they need to do that every day, whether with someone else or with themselves. People start to attach other actions and, and mindsets behind doing that where people may use it for a, a source of, um, again, addiction of not dealing with themselves or other issues, or they want to take advantage of other people where they can overpower them, where they can impose their will for what they feel is uh, their own gratification. Now, 20% of adult females and 5 to 10% of adult males recall being sexually abused. The source of this is victims of crime. Um, www.victimsofcrime.org, all one word. This is a kind of old stat it's from 2010. Now, these are reported statistics. That's a lot of people. Now, imagine, think of all the non reported instances where it happens, because people, that's. That is a very sensitive thing. That is something that people um, will be embarrassed about, will be devastated about, especially as a man. There's a lot of men out there that have been abused. A lot of men have been abused, but they're not going to come forward and say that I've been abused because it's, um, it's frowned upon. As a man, you're supposed to be strong. Yes, physically. Yes, mentally. You're supposed to be the anchor. You're supposed to be the foundation of the home, the household. Yes, as a provider and everything, all that stuff. But as a man, especially with the testosterone, even bravado, you have a certain amount of pride that you have to live up to. And it's even more hurtful, even possibly shameful for someone to have been abused. And um, understand it's like a piece of you is gone. And it's true piece of you is taken from you from someone else and all of these things that i'm going to talk about um yes a lot of sexual things in nature 
because this is things that impacts people that we don't talk about it unless it's brought up to our faces, unless something major happens or, you know, either nationally, socially or something major happens to someone near us because we have to educate people. We have to educate people to know what is wrong. Just because you may feel a certain way or you feel okay with it, you have to weigh the pros and cons or even know is it moral to do certain things. Again, you know, myself, um, I was out there when I was way younger. My old podcast was talking about opportunities. I, instead of working on myself, of what I'm doing now, I should have been doing this a long time ago, years ago. When I was younger, when I should have been prepped or prepping myself, I was out there talking to girls, running after women, you know, and, and to be honest, like when you come down to it, depending on your mindset, some people's like, yeah, good memories or whatever. But when you look at it now, it's like, there's nothing really, uh, constructive that I was done. I was wasting time. I was investing my energy and having other people invest their energy in me and we have nothing to show for it. You know, now it's like, you know, if you want to get serious with somebody, it's like, you know, now you had pieces of you out there, you know, and to know that other people had you in that way, um, you know, it does take something away from it. Even though if someone really loves you, they understand what it is, they deal with it, but very few of us know what it is to really be with someone in that manner, even marry someone that has never been with anyone sexually. That's like finding diamond encrusted platinum, <laughs> a room full of it. And it's more valuable than that. You know, it's like you hit the jackpot. You can't believe there's people out there like that because they still have piece of them more and they don't have pieces of them out there. They're more intact, but that's one side of it. Talking about, you know, things that destroy people that we don't talk about. Um, more statistics I'm going over. 20% of men and 13% of women cheated. This is from www.ifstudies.org. Uh, this one, I was just talking about, you know, how sex is supposed to be a covenant. You're exposing an intimate part of yourself to someone. If you, when it's done consensually. Um, you expect that person to value that as a covenant. This is why people act the way they do when someone that they're with, their spouse, their girlfriend, you know, cheats on them. Because that's something that you're supposed to value. Now, you're not supposed to wait until you are dating someone or sexually active with someone to now all of a sudden be mindful of what you do with them. We're always supposed to be responsible for everyone around us, especially people that we have relationships with, not sexual relationships with only. Relationships with your colleagues at work, people in your family, people around your neighborhood, people you may come across all the time. We are responsible for people. And the mindset now is that we are not responsible. Let them people over there worry about themselves. I'm going to worry about myself. This is why New York City has so much trash on the ground, because they feel it's someone else's problem. It's the, once I'm finished 
with my food or whatever it is, I'm going to toss it outside because the trash doesn't get there by itself. When I was just talking about fear, about water pollution and all that stuff in my last podcast, pollution don't get there by itself. Trash is not there by itself. People who just don't care, who don't have proper standards about where they live. This is why it's a dirty city. I had this conversation about people spitting. Some places it's prohibited or legal to spit, even though I don't see much people getting arrested for it. People spit because just the mindset they have is to spit, to eject saliva or phlegm out your mouth. That's not usually a positive thing, you know, at least not in this culture of most of the world anyways, because no one wants to get spit on or see people spitting on the floors. It's, it's, it's kind of nasty. Understand people will have phlegm. They got to get out. You have to also look at why do they have phlegm build up? So many people have that. It's because of diet. It's because there's, that's your body's one of your body's ways of reacting to a not 100% healthy state. So people spit a whole lot, you know, because there's phlegm buildup. There's something wrong in there. So we have to have standards of what we eat. We use most people just eat whatever, you know, so there's no real standards. So but standards go on the most minute and minuscule detail of our lives, because when we have certain standards, when we follow the laws of living an optimal life, things will go so much smoother. Having the standards, um, proper standards. And when I'm referring to proper standards, you will hear from my past podcasts. I follow Elohim, who's God of the Bible, and Yeshua, Yeshua HaMashiach, also known as Jesus Christ. Now, I know a lot of people don't consign to that only because of their misunderstanding of the ways of our creator. Because we had some terrible, terrible representatives here walking around. Um, but the problem is we only look at the bad. We look at a lot of the, you know, preachers who talk about wealth and everything and, you know, who have private jets and all that stuff. But, you know, for every one congregation or one pastor that's not living properly, there's at least a hundred other pastors and churches out there that are doing the right thing for people. They are out there helping people, feeding people, clothing people, uh, running shelters for people. And they're not out there on, on mainstream media. This is why people don't know about them. So when people talk uh, who, who are on the fence or totally against God, or even Christians, these are the same people who don't really do the research to understand what the actual character of a follower of the creator and Yeshua is supposed to be. This is where standards, our standards are supposed to stem from. The creator of life have laws that are conducive to an optimal life. The way you think, the way you eat, the way you talk, the way you act. All these things are governed. It's not restrictive. And people feel, yeah, I don't want to be restrictive. No. People with religion, made things restrictive. So more and more people just got tired on the surface level. They just went about their own business to find their own way of, of being happy. 
but we find our own way of being happy. You know, we're not the ones who created the world. We're not the ones who made gravity. We're not the ones who made the sun. We're not the ones who made the sea and everything. We're not the ones who made our own selves that's keeping us together and allowing us to go forward in life. We come up with our own idea without any real understanding of how things really work. That's the whole purpose of standards. When you understand how things work and the best way for it to be successful, and be successful means whatever some whatever it is you design is doing exactly what you designed it for. And it has functionality, proper functionality. We know how cars move. We know most cars, the cars that need gas, you put gas in it. You don't put something like gas in it. You don't put rubbing alcohol in it and expect it to run properly. It needs oil for the engine. You're not going to put cooking oil in the engine. Because you know there are standards for that automobile to run properly. Everything we're talking about is based on those standards. Is it condemning people? It's condemning more actions. So the practices that we do. Basically, the things that we do and accept aren't the standards. Basically, it's the, the equivalent of putting rubbing alcohol or Kool-Aid in our gas tank. And still expecting a fantastic life. Now, we have people who don't have that level of control. There are people who are just so degraded where they get to the point where they abuse themselves and abuse others, and that causes destruction. These are the things that we have to get at. Um, it's 250,000 reported number. Well, 250,000 is a reported number of rape against females of childbearing age. This is taken from www dot rain two ends r a i n n dot org it's a quarter of a million of females of childbearing age and i could be as low as 12 11 10 because some girls get their periods pretty early okay so think about that and the thing about the number which is terrible against females that are not of childbearing age these are things that happen because there's someone out there who don't have the control. These are people out there that don't have standards that commit these things. Very terrible. This is the very ugly side of things. What I'm doing is like basically when, you know, people, they want to bad talk vegans uh, of, of um, you know, whatever. And I'll eat my meat. I'll continue to have whatever I like, rare, bloody, crispy, whatever. Fine. You can guarantee a lot of people who actually went through the whole process. Because here, especially in Western culture, we're just so used to seeing everything packaged and ready to go. All we got to do is heat it up or go to a restaurant and order it. I guarantee a lot of people, if they saw exactly what those animals went through, they wouldn't eat meat. Or they'll be more conscious about how much they eat or what they eat. Some may even swear off of meat altogether because we see what's needed. We see the process. We see the byproduct of our desires, what it does to the world around us, destroys. Eating meat is not wrong, but it's not the most beneficial way because I didn't have the statistics here. Um, you could always look online or ask. 
anyone in the medical profession, how much diseases and deaths are caused from straight up meat consumption. The impact of the environment because of our desire of meat consumption. That's the ugly side when you go to the slaughterhouse, when you see how the animals are abused, how they're killed, the whole process to get that meat so you can have that burger on your plate. You just have to understand the process of everything. These are the things that are hidden from us. The hidden impact of our desires when we don't have any restrictions. This is the ugly side of us running rampant with what we want to do. We do things, the repercussions are the repercussions, whatever it is, whatever it is. We just want what we want, when we want it, how we want it. One of the things I like saying is that convenience, the more convenience you have is more of a compromise. Just because you are ignorant of what it causes doesn't make it better. Be aware. And when we get down to it, I don't want you to beat yourself up over it. I'd rather you be educated so you understand, so you have a better respect of what happens because technology is around us. But there's a lot of people who are exploited to make technologies available, like cell phones, the cobalt that goes into cell phones. It's like damn near no no better than like the diamond mines of Sierra Sierra Leone and other places where people are are exploited and abused, mutilated, killed for this because there's a market for our desires, you know. So much things that we want and it's processed for us and packaged for us. We don't care about the end result until like it comes right into our face because we can't control ourselves sexually. There's so much people, so much casualties that are a result of these things because we don't have standards. We need standards. We want to succeed individually, collectively. We have to have standards, man. This is how things are going to get better. More than half of teenagers in America have had sex by or before the age of 18. Okay? That's out of uh, 42 million teenagers. Okay? So about half or more than half of 42 million teenagers have had sex by 18. How many people are actually ready to handle sex? How many people are actually ready to take on the responsibility of providing for another human being? I'm not talking about pregnancy. I'm talking about as people. Are we all ready to put up with people? Are we ready to supply people with the emotional support, mental support, financial support, spiritual support that they really need? Are we really responsible to take that on? Or are we putting that to the side because we want to get our groove on? We want to smash. We want to show someone that we love them so girls give it up to the dudes they're with. Guys, they're driven by that. And it's it's hard because everything is very sexualized. I won't call it as I call it. It is what it is. You know, a lot of women, they too show off their bodies now. It's what it is. You know, um, am I going to take up my tambourine and Bible and throw it at people? No, I'm just calling everything out for what it is. We have a lot of actions that we don't take accountability for to understand as a cause and effect. There are boys out there who are going through their hormone, hormonal changes, 
There are boys out there that turn to men that, you know, probably never control themselves sexually, always around that environment. And it's going to do something to you. You see it all the time and it imprints on you mentally. And the more you're around it, the more it's going to affect you, the more it's going to push you in a certain direction. To act a certain way, to live a certain way, to think a certain way. Some guys have control over because they know I'm not supposed to force myself on anyone. Or I don't know if I should get involved with someone like that. But there's people who just go in, all in. And there's people who go so far they never recover from giving themselves um, limitations. Become rapists. They become cheaters. They become promiscuous. There's a lot of men who are just sex addicts. And it's very easy to become that because of how it feels to uh, talk to another woman because, you know, the attraction is there where we're attracted to each other for a reason. And then the most intimate part, you want to sh- you want to have that all the time, all the time, all the time, all the time, all the time with no breaks. And you most people who have these sexually related issues and even non-sexually with I've been I've been talking about here and there, they know it's a problem. They know it's a problem. There's people who do actually understand it's a problem before it gets to that point. People who've gone through it and like, I need to stop. And people who just keep going and going and going. It's not, it shouldn't be acceptable. People need to be educated. People need to be guided properly. Standards need to be set that limit these things. You know, because that takes away joy from people. How much children are destroyed? How much people are destroyed because of these things? You know, not everyone's going to be strong, a strong person to overcome. Some people who are probably on their way to greatness or even before they got on the road to greatness because it was so early in their life got derailed, destroyed. They are now defunct people now. They can't have a proper relationship. They can't function properly. Do you understand what I'm saying? And this is going to touch some nerves right here. 74% of bisexuals Gays, homosexuals, have been sexually abused as children. These are numbers, uh, this, well, the source from this came from www.stream.org. These are things that I've heard of and I've seen testimonies of people, accounts of people who are homosexual, bisexual, uh, who have been or had experiences and majority of them have said, yeah, they were abused sexually and not just sexually because abuse, again, abuse is a perversion of dominion. It's domination. Domination is an abuse of dominion. Dominion is supposed to be, you care for everything around everyone and everything around you. Domination means you just want to control and destroy. Everything to your will, selfish form of dominion. So many people who I know, and you could look on YouTube. I know it's not popular, especially for the tone that's being set today. We have a lot of a lot of gay pride things, uh, movements, a lot of activity. And it's one of the things about people is that, again, like I said earlier, they can overcome adversity. They can still be a fantastic form of themselves, but there's things that are still not right. There are things that, if it's practiced commonly, 
then it's not going to be for everyone's benefit. People can overcome things, yes, but there are things that need to be straightened out. There's, there's things that need to be up. Oh, give me one second here. Okay, back has had a slight technical difficulty, but yeah. Anyways, there's a lot of things um, that we accept. And the role I was on, basically, was that um, a lot of people were abused. And a lot of testimonies were, uh, you can see it online anywhere. And the thing is, those are, those are the stories that are not being told up front. Um, basically, we're told just, you know, live your life. Do what you want to do. Now, I don't understand that uh, how people could be so hateful. I understand why people are upset, but it shouldn't really be hateful. Because I doesn't really do much for anybody. Uh, even though I know that many people who are used to moving how they want to move, regardless of how it may seem or any damage it may amplify to other people, um, should always encourage people. I can understand why people are up in arms about it. And it's always going to be a touchy subject, especially now, because if you say anything about uh, anyone who is homosexual or bisexual uh, or, or transgender, it's automatically seen as hate. And that's that's terrible. It should never no one should ever feel um, intimidated to challenge something that they know is like, listen, we got to address certain things here. We shouldn't just be able to have to shut up because what's popular needs to go through. What's popular isn't always what's best for people. What's popular is basically the flavor of the month, because what a lot of people um, forget is that, you know, it was like a mob mentality rules or what people people change all the time. People change all the time. The unfortunate part is that. When we change, we do it based on how we feel, usually collectively with the majority of people. That's never the way to go. That's never the way to go. And these are things that is issues, but we have to address them properly. These are issues that it's like, you know, we have a problem with certain things. We can move forward and do great things. The fantastic people are out there um, that's doing big things, but they have things that they have to get past first, that they have to fix. Not just think that, you know, okay, well, it happened. Well, you know, it's just what it is. No, we can't, we can't go forward with that. We have to understand that there's problems. There's, there's again, uh, there's, um, Cause of actions is this cause and effect. That's what I'm looking for. And we have to get to the cause of things. We can't just go with the effect and just forget the cause. This is, you know, 74%. And there's people who would tell you who used to be uh, homosexual or still are, and they'll say it's a struggle. We shouldn't be celebrating it. And it's not from my mouth. I've heard from so much people who are or were with this lifestyle. There's a lot of people who I know who are not heterosexual. It's fantastic people. Fantastic people make great company. People who will look out, they'll give you your, their last dollar in their, in their pocket. So it's not about, you know, a certain lifestyle. It's the person. You know, there's beautiful people all around. Ugly people all around, too. But then there's issues that we all have that stun our growth. There's issues that we have all around that don't 
conduce that's not conducive to a way to go forward collectively you know 23% of children under 18 that's about 17 million are in single parent households the source of that is www.census.gov um yeah you know it's people not taking responsibility again sex sexual intercourse is supposed to be a means of a covenant to reproduce and have both those people who involve themselves who unified themselves and procreate and that love and respect they have for themselves which they transfer to each other is supposed to go into that child but now the child doesn't have one parent or the other they're missing something it can be easily traumatic if the mother or father decides to leave usually it's men who's going to leave but either or that's traumatic even though many people who made it single parent households they came out to be all right people a lot of people came out to be all right people now i have a daughter and me and her mother are not together my daughter's a fantastic beautiful girl not just saying that because she's my daughter but kind of because because she's my daughter but i know it affects her because we are not together she goes back and forth to us um she loves her daddy and i love her i wouldn't change her being here but i should i would definitely change the factors because children as people young people young emerging people developing people they need as much help and foundation as they possibly can and if they can't um if they can't have a strong foundation then you know things are being taken away from them they could still aspire to greatness still accomplish many things but how easier would that have been how easy would that have been if both parents were there how much more do you think a child could have accomplished how much trauma because people go through trauma you don't have to go through a near death experience to go through trauma you don't have to um be on the battlefield to go through trauma happen right there in the household you know i want daddy was daddy i want my daddy was mommy i want my mommy i want both my parents to be together we get past it, yes. There's a lot of hurt that that's beyond that. That's behind that, because people aren't ready. It's what I looked at the stats about. More than half of teenagers have had sex. In order to make babies, you gotta have sex. If they're not ready to even accept the responsibility of um, dealing with another person emotionally, spiritually, then you got a new child a new human that is totally way more needy than you or your partner not ready for it um these are things that are that are on the foundation level of what's wrong with a lot of us because a lot of us accept these things again i was talking about you know yes it is very tempting to see a lot of women in their bodies out there a lot of beautiful bodies out there it doesn't need to be out there. We don't need to tempt men 
who were used to having sex whenever they wanted or taking it don't need to be advertising it at all. I know a lot of women may not agree with that, but it, it is what it is. You have to know what's going on and know what the problems are so you know what's the proper solution. It is what it is. Yeah, we got to keep it in our pants, but it's two sides of the coin. Two sides of the coin we have to look at all the time. But then everything is sexualized. You're trying to be a parent to raise a child, and you have the entertainment industry, a, a quadrillion, trillion, multi-million, billion, gazillion dollar industry that has all that money and resources and uncalc- uncalculable, calculable man hours working. You're a parent. You're probably making 30000 a year, 200000 a year, 70000 a year, and you're only with your child but X amount of hours during a day. Meanwhile, entertainment industry, social media, mainstream media, music, television, movies are always programming your children, sexualizing stuff, talking about drugs, money, bringing harm to people, killing people, all this stuff. You as a parent have to combat that. These are some of the things that make these things that I just that I talked about standards. That's what makes these things acceptable because we have it all around us. And collectively, we haven't really stood our ground to really stomp it out. And people who have tried to stand their ground, they got silenced and pushed to the side. As we see the standards going away and we see society not getting better, Collectively, we wonder why. These are some of the core reasons why. I could go on and on about this, but time is limited. One of my cameras gave up on me. This one, I want to, I want to, you know, wrap it up before that quits on me too. But we have a lot of things that we have to address properly. We have to stop walking on eggshells because we don't want to, we want to spare other people's feelings. No. You don't want to spoil a child. You don't spare their feelings. You correct them. You see an issue with certain things, you correct it. Even if whatever is happening makes someone feel good or whatever is happening is like, you know, their business. No, there's no really such thing as their business. Everyone is affected. We have to get it through our minds. One lyric that I don't don't like too much from James Brown is like, I got mine. Don't worry about his. Everything is affected by everything. Even if we hide things, we were affected by something that someone else did to us. Have to have accountability. We have to have a better restructuring of standards to get everyone proper and level. Pursuit of happiness, people don't even know what happiness is. Being successful, people don't even know what success truly is. We have a lot of things that we have to lift up the rug and get all the crap out we keep sweeping things under the rug everything's okay no it's not we gotta challenge it when i say challenge don't be just a rebel just to be a rebel when you see things are wrong challenge it if you don't have enough clout or money or resources to really impact things the way you want to then change yourself do what you need to do 
to be that impact, to be that change. You will and can be an agent of change. We all need to come up better. We all need to do better. Again, I said with my daughter, and I feel bad about it. I'm going to share things with you that I've gone through myself or, I, or I'm going through myself. My daughter's beautiful, but I know I should have had the better mindset. Her mother as well had the proper mindset to be a better, stronger individual. So when we actually do come together and procreate, we are in the best capacity in every way possible for our child. That's what I should have done. Now, I'm making it up by being a proper parent, educating her, talk to us. Things I talk about here is what I talk to her about. You educate people. Let them understand how the world is, what's wrong, and how's the best way to go forward. Don't repeat the same thing, thinking it's okay. It's going to work it out. Every problem has an easy resolve. It's people that make it hard. Anyways, anyways, that's more than enough time. I've gone so far. Oh my gosh, it's almost an hour, but it's a lot. And I could go, I could go so much deeper, but that's all, that's all I got right now. I'm going to vacate the studio, give my equipment a, a break. I think this might've been the longest one I've ever done. Um, if I stepped on toes, then yeah. If I sparked you up, then yes. I want you to think about it. You are beautiful people. We need to move like we're beautiful people. Get past anything that may have been that that from people that wronged us, any kind of adversities. But we also have to have standards so we can have an optimal life for ourselves and other people. If we're doing wrong, we gotta realize it's wrong. And we do know deep in our heart something is wrong. But you have to not be fearful. And you have to confront it. Be humble. If you be humble, everything else will fall into place. This is Corey Ashley. Stay tuned next week for another Brooklyn Baritone podcast. Thank you for, if you stayed this long, thank you for going through this marathoning gauntlet <laughs> of a podcast. Anyways, be blessed. Love you all.